Hey everyone, live from New York City, I'm Jay Dombeck, and this is Sports In-Depth. Okay folks, JD back. Uh, Week 8 and we're rolling. Another fun week, as always, uh, in the NFL. I'll start with Big Ben. Team is rolling, still undefeated through the first half of the year, 8-0. The Dallas Cowboys kept it close, but Pittsburgh, another comeback victory. Uh, They finished things off in the fourth and had a big defensive stop to end the game. Big Ben had an interesting comment uh, today, today being Monday, and he was like, Dallas might be America's team, but Pittsburgh is the world's team. And uh, it was really interesting because Pittsburgh's, had a great fan base for so long, and uh, they're really showing up this year more than ever. First 8-0 start in franchise history. Really happy for the Steelers. Uh, so moving on to the game of the week, and everyone's, you know, the people were looking forward to this. Uh, they might have not got what they wanted, uh, whether you're a Drew Brees or Tom Brady fan, but but the Saints complete the season sweep on the box and embarrass them Sunday night, 38-3. to Completely opposite nights for Uncle Drew and Tommy Terrific. Uh, actually, not so terrific last night, but uh, Drew threw for four TDs and zero picks. Uh, Tom had three picks and zero TDs, so it was just a off night for Tom. We don't see too much of that, but it all started with the Saints... They applied pressure. They got to the quarterback. Tom Brady took some hits. You know, he was sacked on the evening a few times. And and when you get him on the ground, get Tom moving outside the pocket, good things happen for the opposing squad. And Sean Payton, the Saints head coach, of course, has has a method. And this worked against Brady. And if they see him again in the playoffs, I'd stick to his script. Something funny, uh, Drew, at the end of the game. Uh, of course, Drew's backup QB we know is Jameis Winston. The reason why I say Jameis is the backup and Taysom's not is because Taysom also plays receiver. He also plays special teams and he can throw, run, and catch the ball. When Drew was talking about Taysom, Taysom Hill, uh, Drew was like, this kid's just a stud. Taysom can do it all. And you don't see too many flex type players at the NFL level and, uh, he makes a difference. He makes a difference every night. I think the Bucks D was confused because when you you know you have Drew on first and second down, and then when Taysom comes in, it's a whole different animal. It's just a different style for uh, for the defenses. And Bucks looked lost, but again, it's one game. If you lose a hundred nothing, uh, you know thirty three seven, whatever it is seven six, it's only one loss in the column. So. You bounce back. Uh, I think Bruce Arians and Tom Brady, both of them are known for bouncing back, and the Buccaneers are going to be fine. But but the thing is, they might have to sneak into a wild card spot now because Drew, he's got the tiebreaker for the division, and, and he has a favorable schedule remaining. So yeah, about that game. Um, some people's favorite game this week, uh, switching gears, was Seahawks-Bills. Uh, another high-scoring battle. Josh Allen got the better of the QB matchup against Russell Wilson, although both QBs uh, threw for 400 yards, but the difference was Josh Allen didn't turn it over. Russ turned it over twice, and the team usually, uh, NFL is very week to week, but 
the team with less turnovers usually wins the ball game. And and Bills D look great. Um, you're going against a high-powered offense, and I felt they limited them. It was a high-scoring battle, but in key moments, the Bills secondary and their front sevens, you know, they they were right there uh, applying pressure, and and Russ Russ looked uncomfortable at times, and that's not something we see out of the MVP candidate often. And uh, I guess we'll go back to some young guns with Tua and Kyler Murray. High-scoring game, Miami and Arizona. Uh, these are teams you're going to start hearing about a lot. Uh, these quarterbacks are young, and each QB played well. Multiple TDs and 200-plus passing yards uh, in the air. Miami got the best of this matchup, but... Uh, Arizona can play too, guys, and uh, we're going to see both of them, I think, in the postseason. I do have Buffalo and Miami both making it out of the AFC East, and I feel that two teams will also make it out of the NFC West, and I see it being Seattle and Arizona. So uh, the NFL, I always joke with my friends and family that it's kind of a story of young guns and the vets, you know, I I always love when we're watching a game like Kansas City against the Carolina Panthers, and it's Teddy Bridgewater against Patrick Mahomes. It's young guys who can move, who can run, who throw on the run. And then we watch at night some veterans who, it's old school football, sit in the pocket, drop back and make a play. Drew Brees, Tom Brady, that's how they do things. Uh, it, it's interesting how this game could be. And you have a Lamar Jackson type. When you watch Baltimore, similar to Mike Vick uh, back with the Falcons and Philadelphia Eagles, that different style of play, and that's what makes the league so fun to watch. Uh, It really does, and Mahomes, uh, back to talking about the Chiefs, uh, Mahomes' magic was there, Uh, 372 passing yards with four TDs, and look who's back in the MVP race, guys, Uh, Patrick's right there, right there with Russ, I mean, Josh Allen is knocking at the door. It's, uh, we got some good things coming. It's going to be a tight race, tight race. And, uh, I wanted to dive into golf, uh, for all the golf fans. Uh, this week is the Super Bowl for golf, the Masters at Augusta National. Uh, it starts on Thursday. And the big question is, will Tiger Woods repeat? Uh, he won last year. It's been a year and a half uh, since the last Masters tournament. Because of COVID, it was delayed a bit. But uh, these players are ready to go. Uh, This is the golf's biggest stage, and we get to see the best in the world compete. It's going to be a fun four days of golf. The forecast (laughs) for all the golf fans out there, rain makes a difference. Uh, Higher scores in the rain, and it looks like rain's coming in Georgia this weekend. So we'll see how it goes. These, These guys are great. Win, lose, or draw, it's, they're going to give it everything they have, each and every one of them. And a little news for the people, uh, the 2017 Masters champion, Sergio Garcia, withdrew uh, from this tournament. He did so because he has COVID-19. So uh, prayers out to Sergio. Uh, get well, Serge. Um, it's, uh, you know, that's a big loss, but uh, it's still going to be a fun week. The Masters has always been like a tight leaderboard where, you know, one or two strokes decides this thing. And, hey, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, People know Bryson DeChambeau's hot this year. They want to see if he could uh, use his powering skills here at Augusta and get it done. Uh, Tiger knows this course well. 
Uh, it's about having the right club in hand at the right time. And, uh, you know, as long as he's hitting it well off the tee with an iron in, everything's going to be okay. Diving into the Monday night matchup, just a little preparation for it. Cam Newton, not what Bill Belichick expected. His QBR is 44.7 on the year uh, thus far, two passing TDs, seven interceptions, and seven rushing TDs this season. He goes against the Jets where the Pats have won eight straight. You know, I, I dove a little bit into how the Pats are doing, but the Jets, and it's been heartaches and headaches for Jet fans. And I know they had a few AFC championship runs where they got there uh, with Mark Sanchez and Rex Ryan, but for the most part, nothing to really get excited for since 1969 with Broadway Joe Namath. So Jets are looking to get back on track. It's going to all start with their defense and uh, getting the right pieces offensively and staying healthy has been the biggest issue there. For Jet fans, we we hope you can make some changes and uh, New York team can, can be on the rise or make steps in the right direction. So for the deep dive this week, I wanted to go into how athletes within the same sport can play the game completely different ways. A few examples of that. Let's start with baseball. You have a guy like Mike Trout, and you have a guy like Big Poppy David Ortiz. Of course, Big Poppy retired a few years back, and Mike Trout's still playing. But Big Poppy was wanting to put runs on the board right away with one swing, or a double off the wall getting two runs in. Not worrying about a walk, he might strike out because he's swinging for the seats. Now, you compare that home run at all times type hitter to someone like Mike Trout. Mike Trout, of course, plays for uh, the Angels, and he's a guy that will do anything to get on base. In baseball, it's about putting the ball in play and getting on base. If it's drawing a walk, it's drawing a walk. If it's a single to left, it's a single to left. If it's a deep ball, it's a deep ball, but you don't want it to be... You know, just you're swinging for the seats where you're going to strike out a lot. I feel like Mookie Betts and Mike Trout types seem to be remembered more at the end of the day because they do it all. They're not just worried about the long ball. They're worried about defense and offense and getting on base, and that's just the way it is. And if I compare that to basketball, then you got someone like Michael Jordan to LeBron James. Now, we compared those two in the GOAT debate, but I'm talking about something different here. LeBron James focuses on passing the basketball and getting guys open and taking it to the lane for a slam, an occasional jump shot or two, but where Mike, he's trying to make clutch shots always, ball in his hands at the end of the game because they, you know, Chicago Bulls played in an era where you want Michael taking the shot with the game on the line at all times. Now with LeBron James on the three squads he played with, uh, Lakers, Cavs, and Miami, he wants to make the right play. It doesn't always have to be in his hands because he wants the open guy to get the winning play. And that's there's something to be said about that as well. And baseball, basketball, now let's go to the NFL. We have guys like Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes versus Drew Brees and Tom Brady. What's the difference, folks? To be honest, if you guys want the difference and give your opinion, at JD Sports one of course, on Twitter, but to give you guys a little something right now, Drew and Tom sit in the pocket. They get rid of the ball quickly. They're not looking to throw on the run. You won't really expect a, you know, a QB draw where they're going up the middle. Now, with Aaron Rodgers and Mahomes, anything's possible. They do whatever to keep the play alive. 
And in keeping the play alive, you could roll left, you could roll right. All is in the cards here with those guys. But some people might say Tom Brady and Drew Brees' style wins more championships or, or sees more playoff experiences, which I actually argue with that. But but they say that because Brady and Brees do the things that they're less injury prone. They're around more years. And they get the ball in the hands of the best player without trying to do so much on the ground with their feet. With Mahomes, I mean, he's been amazing thus far. You guys know on our show, I'm always shouting him out because he just makes terrific plays. But we're wondering, what if he's rolling and trying to extend these plays that he'll go down with a leg injury? Or or when Aaron Rodgers scrambles right and left, he's going to take a big hit. And I think... It's funny, I meet in the middle with, with both of these styles because obviously we got great players on both ends, but but with Mahomes, I feel he's got the brain as well. So I think it's going to be okay there because you, know, you could try to extend a play, but if he knows he cannot pick up ground and, and have a positive gain, he's not going to push it where he's going to take a big hit. He'll throw that out of bounds. He'll, he'll slide before he's tackled on a QB run. That's the deep dive here today, and I just want everyone out there to know that there's so many styles to play this, you know, the same game. And next, of course, because it's Masters Week, comparing someone like Bryson DeChambeau to Tiger Woods. Bryson, starting Thursday at the Masters, is going to try to get to the green on every hole in two. He's going to try to hit that long ball, have an iron in. Tiger, he might hit three wood off the tee. You know, to start there, and he's very comfortable. He made a living, uh, 15 majors off his, off his iron play, and, and he's comfortable doing it that way. So, you know, I gave you examples here of baseball, basketball, football, golf. These four sports and all the sports out there can be played so many different ways, and that's the beauty. I feel like the fans love it. I love it. Um, the people I watch with love it because – because it makes it different and unique, and it's just awesome. It really is. Um, and I wanted to shout out, of course, uh, to end here tonight, our new president-elect, uh, Joe Biden, and Vice President Kamala Harris. Uh, just to go a little into it, I wanted to shout out all the women and young girls for their and all of our big win with Kamala Harris as the first woman vice president-elect in the history of our nation. It's really been a long time coming, and she'll be the first, but definitely not the last. Catch you guys on the flip side. JD out.